Hi and welcome along to a new episode of On The Streets. I'm your host George G. In the last episode I had done an unboxing of the Pixelator and a quick test and go through of how um, the components worked to get your negatives onto um, a digital or into a digital file. Um, and over the last few weeks I've been using it more and more to digitalise um, a lot more of my black and white negatives that originally had been scanned on um, the Epson and the more I use it the more I actually like it and I've probably got it down to I don't know, probably about 5 minutes now to scan a full roll of 36 images um, and obviously, using one, if you're doing 120, you can get that down even um, a short time because obviously, maximum of possibly 12 images or 16 if you're doing um, 6x4 or 5. But I wanted to try and um, use it to do some color. Now, obviously, the pixelator is just a, a means to an end of getting your files into or your negs into a digital file but getting colour done is quite difficult and there has been um, well for me there's been a lot of problems getting a decent colour file from a digital scan um, using the Epsom they'd come out okay but they always seem to be quite grainy and never really uh, was happy with the, the actual um, end product of them but over the last week or so I found a new software package. Now most people end up using um, Negative Lab Pro or there is one called Grain2Pixel which people use but these are mainly plugins or they are plugins for I think it's either well definitely Lightroom and possibly Photoshop which neither of these I actually own. There was or for a couple of years a app for either iOS or Android called FilmLab and recently they brought out a desktop version of it and the, it's, the way they've gone about it is, the, well originally the way they went about it was it was a subscription um, service so basically you signed up for either a month a year and um, it was priced accordingly but I think there was a bit of an outcry or people were not happy about the fact that you couldn't just buy you know the software outright and they finally did bring it out as a lifetime subscription for a particular price now the one good thing about this software program is that it's actually standalone that you don't need to use any other software with it it will do the conversion of color negatives into a positive without having to use any other software. Now, when you use it, obviously you get it to a certain stage and then you can take it into either Lightroom or Photoshop, but I just want to go through the actual workings of the, the software program. And like I say, I've been using it now for about a week and I've thrown loads of different types of images at it um, I mean obviously it will you it, you can do black and white on it as well but this is mainly for color 
and that's what I'm going to be use it for. Now, the images that I've thrown at it and used have been some what I consider to be tough images to actually replicate um, decent colours in. So there's been some Yodica film, which obviously has got different um, colour bandings through it and stuff like that. There's been nighttime shots, portraits, so getting skin colours correct. And to be honest, most of the pictures that I've thrown through it, it's worked reasonably well with it, well, quite well. There's been the odd one where I've got it to a certain point and then I've had to take it into Photoshop Elements, which is what I use to just give it a tweak to get it, you know, exactly how I think it should look and get the colours 99% on, maybe not 100%, but 99%. But yeah, I just want to go um, give a run-through of it, how it actually works. Now, it it's quite a simple actual uh, software program. There's not a lot of pieces that you have to adjust on it. It's basically, it allows you to choose what process you're doing, so be it colour negative, black and white, or colour positive. You can then change the exposure time, the colour balance, brightness and contrast and basically that's it now all those settings can be set on auto which nine times out of ten gives her a pretty good representation of what the image should actually look like but you can then go in and just tweak them a little bit it's got sliders on there the only thing I don't like is the sliders are, they're not you don't get a number um, value with them so they're just like a a slider that just slides either up or down to give you your contrast, um, brightness, colour balance and exposure. But like I say, overall it gives a quite a good output. For me, a, a standalone program is great benefit because I'm never going to buy Lightroom or um, a full version of Photoshop. Um, stuff like Elements works fine for me, but I've always struggled getting colour negatives done and it can get quite expensive getting the processes done at a lab especially if you're using quite a lot I mean like last year in Paris I think I shot I don't know maybe 20 rolls of film and I think half of that was colour so to get them processed was quite expensive but then to get actual digital files of them even at the lowest res and you know could end up being a lot more expensive so I've always tried to do it myself and I've used programs like um, Darktable and Raw Therapy and they they do work to a certain degree but I've never really been 100% happy with what they've produced but to be honest I must say that the um, Film Lab has definitely got a much better algorithm or whatever back processing that it's got it does tend to turn the pictures out to be quite well now with this piece of software and the pixelator it's actually changed my mind about actually shooting colour I think I've said in the past that I would look to just shoot colour digitally because it was just so much easier and less hassle but I like shooting colour film and you know there are times when colour film works better than black and white and it's nice to have you know if I've got two cameras I'll always have one with a colour film in it but it was always just the final processing was always just an absolute pain but like I say with the pixelator and this software it seems as though I, I can still 
shoot colour film because I know I'm going to be able to actually process the images the way they they should look and the way that I'm happy with. Like I say, it's you know I, I've put maybe 30 different images through it, all of different densities and you know some very thin ones, some very dense ones, and uh, it it's managed to process them pretty well for every single one and I've got the colours that I'm expecting and they're close to where I've had um, digital files done at, you know, probably on probably Naritsu's or, or whatever the uh, the film labs has actually been using that I can get the next on my processes on here much closer to what, what they should look like. So sort of films that I've used, like I say, I've been, it's been the Yodica, I've used Metropolis, I think there was a couple of rolls of uh, Pro Image, and, you know, the normal stuff like uh, Ultramax 400 and um, Kodak Gold 200, which are normally my bog standard colour films. And like I say, it's it's worked fine with all of them. Some of them need a little bit of tweaking from what the auto actually gave it, but saying that it, it's such that there's such limited amount of things that you can actually change that it does make it so much easier like I say with the um, color ba balances basically all you're doing is you know you're just basically it, it's a case of either increasing yellow blue magenta or green or decreasing them colors and to get in it to where you actually like it I, I know everyone's got their own sort of way of saying oh yeah oh they'll, they'll say oh yeah that that doesn't look quite right it might be slightly off but I always found that I tend to be uh, my images when converting them through dark table or raw therapy always seem to be slightly green or slightly blue and I can never ever fully get rid of it but using the film lab app or the desktop version is really good now i've used the phone app before um i found it quite limiting because a small sensor on the on a phone and the, uh, it just didn't always give you a, a, a crisp image and sometimes it looked quite grainy but like i say the actual desktop app i've got no problems using it and uh, like i say i think it's going to be part of my workflow now for the next few years especially oh, as long as I'm continuing to shoot film going to save the file is quite simple as well basically gives you three options to either save it as a JPEG or um, an 8-bit TIFF or a 16-bit TIFF which means I'm assuming that it means that you've you retain all the information so you can still open it in a raw package and still do some uh, more adjustments on it you know just to get it, you know, fine detail adjustments on it, so you can close it that you can get the image closer to exactly what you think it should look like. And like I say, it's a really, really simple program to use, as it's a standalone. You can then use it with any program you want. You're, you're not restricted to just using it within um, Photoshop or Lightroom. Obviously, I have to say that I've not used either Negative Lab Pro or the Grain to pixel software so it's difficult to compare this particular software to those but for me the great thing about it is is the fact that it is standalone and because 
there's not that much in the actual software to tinker with it means that you well for me it seems that you can get an image pretty spot on without having to you know having loads of different sliders to move about and it just means you you get you get to the image that you want much quicker a couple of things i would like to see that was be implemented in possible upgrades to it it'd be nice to actually have a a way of cropping the image when you bring it into the program um because at present there's no way to actually crop it so i still have the outlines from the pixelator show up on the image so i still have to take it into elements to crop it and you know but you're going to be taking it in there anyway because i think you still need to go in and, and do some um, minor adjustments in uh, camera raw uh, obviously i shoot um, my digital images in raw so it makes it a lot easier then to um, put it into camera raw and just give slight tweaks you know maybe open up the the shadows a bit and um, close down the highlights but what i will do with these images or some of the images that um I've played about with I will load them up on the Instagram account and I will load up one image or yeah one image of uh, the straight conversion from film lab and then the tweaks that um, I actually have done in elements to get it to where I think it should be but like I say photo lab gets it pretty pretty close to you know a, a, a final output of what the image should actually look like so yeah i'm quite happy with this software um like i say it's got three options of how you can actually go about um buying it so you've got a, a monthly subscription a yearly subscription and then a lifetime which basically means you're, you're buying it outright but it does say that you will uh, always get updates come through with it now because I originally I started off using the um, 14 day trial because there is a 14 day trial so you can download it and um, try it out before you buy but I decided to go with the yearly subscription for this year anyway just to so I could it worked out slightly cheaper well a lot cheaper than buying it um, outright and because uh, I think it's like $199 um, it, because obviously it's a US product, so it's priced in dollars, and I think it's $199 to buy it outright, which for me was a little bit expensive at this time, but I think it was $40 to buy for a year subscription, so that's what I've decided to go with for the next year, and I will reevaluate at the end of that year to see whether I decide to buy it outright, which I probably will. Um, now that I know it's out there and I know how good it works so yeah that's my review of the Pixelator along with the Filmlab desktop app as for other photography related stuff there's not been much going on I'm afraid um, my head is not really um mentally in the right space at the moment for photography um i've i missed the deadline for the project box camera 
uh, for July. Um, basically, I managed to shoot, I think, nine shots, and the film and camera is still sitting on my desk. But I haven't got around to um, shooting the, the, the remainder of the roll of 120, and we're, you know, halfway through August already, and I've not even shot anything for August. I just can't get myself motivated to actually just go out and shoot anything at the moment um, I'm still struggling with what's been going on over the last five months just finding it difficult to actually go and um, be in social situations with people um, so most of the time it's it's just pottering around home and at work which mentally is not a good thing but I've got two weeks holiday now and I'm going to try and force myself to actually get out and sort of start to process like a normal or become a normal human being again. Um, how that'll work, I've got no idea. But yeah, like I say, I'm going to start trying to get out and shooting some film again properly. Um, not just trying to grab the odd shot while I'm driving to work which is basically what I've been doing for the last five months. So yeah, that's everything that's really happening in the world of on the streets, what I've been up to. And yeah, that, that's all I've got to say. Um, so I just sign off by saying thanks for listening. Um, obviously you can see stuff on the On The Streets podcast Instagram account. Um, hardly posted anything on the flaneur with the camera Instagram. Uh, I think the last picture was when I came out of hospital. So, uh, yeah, that shows you that there's just absolutely nothing going on in in my world at the moment. But like I say, thanks for listening and bye for now. Oh yeah, and everything that um, I've spoken about, the links will be in the show notes so you can uh, I'll leave a link for the Film Lab website you can go along you know if you want to check that out like I say there's a 14 day 14 day trial for that and all the other bits and pieces that are associated with this podcast will be in the show notes so again thanks for listening bye for now